2: Only on sports radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show.
3: Even the crowd knows what's coming next.
2: Jason Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, and I think at the beginning of this show, the trio, the three kings, if you will. We're just going to have to try to fake it until we make it today because we all came in sour. All of us had <laughs> bad mornings. Wes came in sighing, grunting, except that's not the fun grunt when there's breaking news or when there's fire fizzle. He's got car issues that he's working through. I have to get ready for this trip raining like hell earlier today. Don't know if anybody else had to deal with that. Walking outside, packing the car before I go on a three and a half, four hour trip exiting Charlotte in traffic with an anxious beagle that is probably going to be in my face panting the whole time. That's going to be a lot of fun. But then Fiddy came in hot, still angry. I think he said a, a decent amount of words, but all of them have been with a big old aggressive tone. Like Fiddy is mad today. He's coming. He's shaking his head at some of the things I'm saying before we hop on the mic. Are you going to be able to fake it till you make it? Are, is doing the show with us going to bring you to a good mood? Or are you just, nope, today is not the day? Walker, I ain't playing with you. I'm just here so I don't get fired. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. I'm I'm hoping Fitty can have a good day because I can see it. Like, it is it is, eyebrows down. Yeah,
3: I tried to sympathize with face. him before we came in and let him know, you know, we all got some stuff going today. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not going well. Do you think we can get there today, or do you think today is just going to be one where we can't reach you?
4: I feel like if we talk (laughs) about on the air what you were talking about off the air with your eighty year old babysitter, uh huh, that might put me in a better mood Uh because I've got I've got questions.
2: Okay, no, that's fine. We need to dive right into it because this Anthony Richardson thing it will not go away. And then at the end of the segment, Fitty, please don't let me forget because even if you're angry, you are a dynamic producer that does not leave who you are. Please remind me at the end about the 80-year-old babysitter. But right now, we need to dive into this Anthony Richardson. Continued reporting. Wes is sitting here smiling, man. (laughs) I mean, it might be the time. It might be the time to go in on this bet. Let's dive right in. Little country, (laughs) let us off the bus.
3: We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say.
2: his name a little bit more (laughs) refresh the timeline his name might pop up a little bit CJ Stroud is descending as you heard his S2 score was bad we don't know what it was Kyle Bailey was talking about it he had his sauces tell him that CJ Stroud's S2 score was not good I know Sam Monson came on Mac and Bone today saying CJ Stroud was not worth the number one overall pick did not like him as an overall prospect and so now Richardson just keeps on climbing. Here's the latest article, a part of the athletic from one Joe person. He said a number of observers, including this one referring to himself, Joe person have strongly suggested the Panthers. Number one pick has turned into a two man race between Bryce young and CJ Stroud, but don't sleep on Anthony <laughs> Richardson. The Florida QB with cam Newton, like physique remains under consideration by Carolina, according to a source with knowledge of the situation. Now, The scenario he plays out here is that maybe you wouldn't take Richardson number one overall, but there's a possibility they could trade down with Houston, who is rumored to really only be interested in Bryce Young. We haven't heard any other QBs attached to Houston. Yeah, because I saw
3: yesterday he was saying they could even pick uh, Will Anderson.
2: Right. That's Adam Schefter, I think, was talking about that because they're so in on Bryce Young, and so if they want him bad enough, Wes, what would you think about the possibility, how would you like it, if Carolina did trade down, recoup some of those picks, in their trade with Chicago, and then at that number two spot, took the Florida to QB. I think it would be
3: real-life draft day come it to life. Be. I I haven't seen that really uh, ever. Team trade up to number one, then trade back down. Normally, you go to number one, you're going to stay there and get your guy. But if they're pretty sure that they want Anthony Richardson and if they're pretty sure that the Texans want Bryce Young, they may just do that, man. It would be uh, pretty wild.
2: Here's Jim Nagy on Mac and Bone talking about Anthony Richardson and how the narrative around him being so raw the cat sat on the isn't quite all that true. I think he's a guy you could get on the field late in his rookie year and get him some experience, kind of like they did with Mahomes in Kansas City and then roll into year two with him being the starter. I, I really didn't. I was, I was. Maybe it's just because of the buildup of the rawness and uh, the inexperience the 13 starts. I thought I was going to see someone that was going to be like a big-time project, and I didn't see that, man. I mean, you, you really got a chance to hit on a high-level player. Tell us what you think about the potential scenario we're discussing trading down to number two, taking Anthony Richardson while getting back some of those picks. Or taking him at up. one or taking him at one if you would like to do that as well. The Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. And so this is something we've been talking about, what Jim Nagy talked about here, that and this has kind of been gaining a lot more steam as well, Wes, the fact that Anthony Richardson isn't as raw, right? I think the S2 testing, which everybody is referencing a ton over the past two days, the fact that he did score well there, the fact that you do go back, watch the film, it's not like he has a process. Processing issue. Accuracy not as bad. It's certainly not where a Bryce Young's is and probably even a C.J. Stroud. I mean, you're looking at what C.J., even if he's descending, C.J. Stroud still was very accurate, maybe just without the processing at a level like Bryce Young. But even with all that said, maybe Richardson wouldn't take as long as previously thought to be groomed to a point where he can start sooner rather than later.
3: Well, like I said, we saw what the cognitive scores we talked about that yesterday. If C.J. Stroud didn't make an ideal score And we looked at his uh, completion percentage under pressure, which was 40 percent, one of the worst in the country, 124th to be exact. That score lends itself to that. And so with a guy like Anthony Richardson, it really points to his completion percentage, which everybody is hung up on, being a lot of nuance. And I once was myself. I was looking just straight at the numbers and be like, uh, oh, he only completes this, nah. But I'd seen Anthony Richardson play a couple of times, obviously covering ACC football, the Florida State game at the end of the year. And, you know, he would be kind of up and down. But then you start to dig into the weeds, and that's kind of what separates the good from the greats when you talk about evaluating talent. And so you start to look, okay, how's the offensive line? Okay, he's playing in a new offense this year. His receivers aren't that great. He's got to deal with a lot of chaos on a down-in, down-out basis. Was that incompletion really his fault? You know what I'm saying? They talked about the drops at the combine. So then you really start to, like I said, go in because you see that the cognitive scores are showing that this guy, under pressure, quick situations, he knows what to do. And so at that point, if you're okay with, with, with that, there's nothing else physically that's going to keep you from taking this guy. Physically, he is head and shoulders above the other quarterbacks yeah. in this draft when you talk about just athletic index. And most drafts,
2: but all drafts,
3: I think. Yeah, so it's like if you're good with, with what you see from him from a mental standpoint upstairs, there's no
2: reason you you wouldn't. Well, it's, it's just all about it's it's still the accuracy right because we can we can that's what i'm saying the nuance well, we can have the like minds agree that okay even if the completion percentage wasn't where you want it to be you can still view him as more accurate than what that represents and also not have him as accurate as Bryce Young or even CJ Stroud, who is descending on a lot of these draft boards. And so there can be some kind of happy medium, but can you fix the footwork enough to the point where he is going to be better sooner rather than later? And this is another thing too, when you take Anthony Richardson, something we've talked about, Big Cat Dan wrote Justin Fields was taken at 11 overall, even though his S2 scoring was also very good when he was coming out of college. And then you look at Justin. In fields, once they started to tap into that athleticism, that allowed him to stay on the field and also learn. Like it, w- When we talk about throwing from the pocket with some of these athletic QBs, I understand that that is an important part of quarterbacking, no doubt about it. I want you to be able to attack from the pocket, but also why are we not using this great athletic ability? to try to beat the opponent, because you do have to worry about that a lot more on the other side. And, and what al- that allows you to do, if you are this raw, right? If you are quote unquote, whatever you want to view that as, if you, if you are not a finished product, Use the athleticism to allow you to stay on the field, be dangerous, and then get reps in the pocket still. You know, you can still win football games with athleticism from the quarterback spot, even if you're not great at throwing the football right now. And this is another thing we've talked about quite a, uh, a quite a bit too, Wes. Josh Allen not a great QB athletic freak though not to Anthony Richardson's level but also very skilled we see how good he is even running the football took a couple of years but now he is considered one of the best QBs in the NFL Justin Herbert not running like that but also bionic Terminator style QB do you want to go with the physique with Anthony Richardson said hey we got it wrong those last couple of years it's something you've talked about quite a bit we ain't gonna do it. We're Carolina. We're up here at number one. We could go to number two. We're not gonna get it wrong. We're gonna take the Terminator QB and we're gonna coach him up immediately.
3: Well, when you look at a lot of the quarterbacks that thrive in the NFL, it's guys that had to play in chaos in college, didn't have the greatest offensive line, didn't have necessarily blue chip receivers. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Can you name one Texas Tech receiver that he was throwing to when he was in college? Can you name one offensive lineman that was on that line at Texas Tech when he was there? So I mean, you look. Look at Anthony Rich and he's throwing to Ricky Pierce Hall was their leading receiver. Let me know when uh, this guy's going to come and rip up the NFL. Justin Shorter, I remember he was a failed five-star at Penn State that came over. These are not guys that are world-beaters. So, like I said, you have to put a little bit of nuance into what was going on uh, in that situation. Uh, Do I still think Bryce Young, as far as just the pedigree and everything else, he is the best quarterback in this draft when you put everything together as far as right now. But when you look at a cat like Anthony Richardson, and the thing for me that's going to be just as big as the cognitive stuff is just the maturity is this guy coming in? Is he a professional? And some of the things that I read how at the combine, he decided to work instead of going to a dinner with executives because he, the self-awareness, knowing that, hey, I have things I need to work on and I'm going to work like a dog to fix those things. He strikes me mentally as a kid that's ready to come in and handle what the pro game has, study, because I think That's another key component with him. If he comes into the NFL and he's mature and he's all the cliches that you want a quarterback to be, I think the sky's the limit for him.
2: All right, I want people to text in jokes to get all of us in a better mood, including (laughs) Fiddy. And in order to do that, because I care about my producer, man, I want him to get into a better mood. And so I'm going to tell you the babysitter story. We were talking about wrestling. I asked Colin if he was a wrestling fan. And he said, yeah, he went in different waves of being a fan. Of course, we know Wes is. We know Fiddy is not. The only time that I would really watch wrestling is when an 80-year-old babysitter that I had a couple, you know, 20 years ago, I about said a couple of years ago, I still need a babysitter, about whatever, you know, 20, 25 years ago, I would go in good old Claremont, North Carolina. And Ms. Eve, 80 with her husband, watching Monday Night Raw, Get WWE, it. all of it. Had all the weird birds too, like yeah. an unbelievable Seriously? amount of chickens, peacocks roaming around in the front yard. Wow. Very, yeah, awesome. Lovely lady, and also very weird. God rest her soul. I can't imagine she's still alive. But when I would be there, in the living room, with her watching, well, okay, she's like 110 now. Maybe. All right, so if, if she's listening, shout out to you, Ms. Eve. Yeah. If you're Fantastic. But she would be in the living room watching The Undertaker, her favorite wrestler. She'd be saying, hit him with the chair, Undertaker. <laughs> and that's what I think of every time I'm watching wrestling. And that's the story. That's that, awesome. That, that's the story Fitty wanted me to tell on air. So feel free if you have funny babysitter stories to write yeah, those man, in the McCain's Metro Division champs. Line. Let's go. Okay, there's some McCain stuff.
3: Locked it just, up last night.
2: We're throwing it all at you. Yeah, We're trying to make sure that you understand everything for us to get off of the bus. We're going to continue to talk about this number one overall pick. C.J. Stroud continues to drop. Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, all of the QB buzz. We still discuss it coming up next. Wes and Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. And he's having a good time people are bringing him back 704-570-9610 that is the garage door guru text line i appreciate everyone because wes we have a lot of listeners trying to get fitty in a better mood somebody said damn it fitty smile and that was also that was following a joke if april showers bring may flowers what do may flowers bring mm. pilgrims that's good I've heard this before, but it's also very good. I do like that one. Thank you, 919, writing that in. Here's another joke for you, and who else would write this? Then Copeland, a.k.a. Jokeland. Come on, guys, cheer up. It's Friday. Oh, excuse me. That's not his. I'm sorry. 704 said, come on, guys, cheer up. It's Friday, and you guys have the best show on FNZ. Oh, man, well, we appreciate it. Well, Thank appreciate you. Yeah, that, man. Yeah, just listen to Sports Radio that's FNZ all day long. Gotta get us going. But Jokeland wrote in this joke. When the Tampa Bay Rays moved to Charlotte, their name will change. They'll be the (laughs) (laughs) X-rays. That's so creepy. But that's how you laughed after you read it during the break. You loved that. You were really laughing very hard at that one. And Myron wrote a message to you, Wes. He said, I grew up a huge wrestling fan. I went to the matches at the old Charlotte Coliseum, Bojangles Arena. My uncle took me the night that Jim Cornette tried to burn Ronnie Garvin's eye out. Wow. It was wild. What? that, That sounds... That sounds more than wild. When who tried to burn? I'm reading this correct. Like, I don't know if there's a, a mistype here, but Jim Cornette tried to burn Ronnie Garvin's eye out. It was wild.
4: <laughs> that sounds uh. wild. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, like, how, how do you actually burn someone's eye mm-hmm. out? Like, wouldn't the eye just disintegrate in the eye socket? I have, I have no
3: clue. Well, you could technically burn it out by the action that you do, but... It wasn't, I guess, in the sense that you're saying, maybe not. But it's, you took, like, a brand or something like that. We okay.
2: need a volunteer. We're shrappy. I like we're dissecting this. Wes was really trying to attack this. Well, you could do this if you wanted to, <laughs> if you wanted to go from this angle. Um, Big Country said, ask Wes if we can get a quick, real uh, Ric Flair. Can we get a Ric Flair just real quickly for everybody to get up? woo, 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 woo. <laughs> That's not like a police. That's not
3: my favorite ones. And he does that if you watch some of his old promos, he'll Uh give you different types of woos
2: and sometimes he'll give you the. Hey, Joe Gibbs, as you did it, Joe Gibbs just said, "All y'all let out a Ric Flair real quick." All right, let's at the count of three, let's go ahead and just all let out a Ric Flair to get us pumping. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Woo! 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 woo,
4: Baby! an R&B
2: song. You're trying to
4: <laughs> try to be melodic over there. You remember the one time Wes was talking about Ric Flair's documentary, which is called Woo? And he said it, and yes. then this, he was yes. just like, Woo. you know, it's on Peacock, and it's called Woo.
2: <laughs> I do remember that. That was great. With the least enthusiasm of all time. People keep texting in. We appreciate everybody listening. 704-570-9610. I want to take an S2 test. I want all of us to take one. We should. Because it used to be readily available that you could take the one Underlick, it's still true but now nobody cares about it anymore and for good reason all the only reason those things existed was to embarrass you it was to hurt any draft stock that didn't really have any bearing On how good you were going to be at football But this S2 test People are really putting a lot of stock into it And I believe there is a 7 year Sample size that we have Even longer than that Just not at the frequency That it's been taken within the last 7 years I mentioned yesterday Drew Brees took it He scored very well And then over the last couple of seasons Justin Fields scored well Brock Purdy was the highest S2 score last year And yeah Pat Mahomes is very good We've seen a lot of these guys Anthony Richardson, Will Levis by the way interesting name but also bryce young just scored miraculously so now here's something real quickly it's not in the rundown but i did want to lead with this bryce young apparently has taken this a few times and he benefited from that i did see a couple of tweets saying look you can get better at s2 test taking if you will But it's only marginally. It's not significantly.
3: Yeah, then they say he's done it every year since the 10th grade, I think they said.
2: Yeah, so maybe a few times of selling it short. Mm -hmm. I know that he's taken it before multiple times. But apparently, again, you can improve your score if you get used to it. And I would imagine you could. But apparently, it's also not significantly... That you can score better. It's just marginally. So maybe he doesn't get the highest score ever, but still very impressive. We know Bryce Young is a smart dude. Okay. We didn't need these test results to understand how smart Bryce Young was. People have been talking about him as the best processor ever. You've been on the Anthony Richardson train of him being the pick. I do think an important distinction here, just listening and reading some of the text messages, is that that is not your number one QB on Wes's big board. I know you like Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. but you have kept it pretty steady, and things can change, yeah. but you've kept it pretty steady that you would take Bryce Young number one overall still. Same thing with me. Is that changing if you were the GM of the number one overall team?
3: Uh, It's not... It's not changing. I, I think Bryce Young is overall the best quarterback when you put everything together. I would have a hard time, kind of, because my mind has changed a lot about Anthony Richardson. Because originally, you remember, I called him a tight end. I said he was going to be Logan Thomas at first, and then Ooh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I said it's that a, once before. Did you just go Bill Polian on us. Yeah, I said that once before. But then, the more I look into things and just kind of putting everything in the context, man, it would be kind of hard for me at this point, because like I said, I see what Lamar Jackson's done. I see what Jalen Hurts has done. I see, like I said, that the things, because everything for me with Anthony Richardson was upstairs. How good is he upstairs and how mature is he? And so, you know, when you see those things come to fruition with everything else that you're getting uh, in that package, man, it it is very difficult to uh, pass that up. But Bryce Young, like I said, just the pedigree, everything. I mean, you talk about a guy taking an S two since he was in tenth grade. This is a young man that knew his destiny. He knew Yeah. He was driven. He knew where his career and his life was headed. So Bryce Young still overall, when you put everything together, um, you know, I still think he's the guy. But you know, Anthony Richardson, he gives you a whole lot to think
2: about. He does, and it's so tantalizing, especially if you have a great coaching staff. I wonder if they would be so heavily considering Anthony Richardson if they didn't have this particular coaching staff, too, right? Like, you go after Frank Reich, you get him, and it really came down between Steve Wilkes, well, and I guess even going back all the way to that point in the offseason, apparently the uh, the Dallas Cowboy offensive coordinator, I can't remember, what's his name? Who? Kellen moved on? Moore? Thank you, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore was like the second option. The Keebler Elf. <laughs> he was the second option, and Steve <laughs> Wilkes, that was what was so frustrating, is that Steve Wilkes wasn't even the second. Regardless, you go out, you get Reich. You have Josh McCown, you have Deuce Staley, you have Jim Caldwell, you have this excellent coaching staff, and you have different ages of coaches, right? Where Caldwell's been in the league forever, an offensive guru over the past couple of decades. Josh McCown, bringing you a new perspective, having been with a bunch of different teams. Frank Reich, anywhere he's gone, you've seen success with different level, different talent, skill sets of these different QBs. I wonder if they didn't have that coaching staff in place. If Anthony Richardson would still bring this type of momentum, would we still be talking about him in this way with Carolina at number one? Because we're not talking about him with Houston. It's only Bryce Young for them. Yeah, i am seen Mox with them taking him, though. Well, I mean, mocks are going to if we've learned nothing about Mox, it's that everybody is going to. I mean, because we've I, seen, we saw Will Levis. I know you have some things. We saw Will Levis at one.
3: Yeah, right. I mean, I just think that a lot of the coaches, their, their egos and, and the pedigree that they have, I think a lot of coaches would give Anthony Richardson a look because his athleticism makes you wonder. And well, sure. And I, that's why I think if, if there were other teams that won, I still think he would be getting consideration because I think that any coach worth their salt sees a guy with this type of potential and kind of, uh, you know, wonders what they
2: can do with him. Now, C.J. Stroud is someone we haven't talked about, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's – or we have, but just very surface level – the like he seems to be losing steam, Oh, the best way to put I mean, it. that is putting it lightly. Yeah. The guy is falling off of a cliff here. And this is what I hate to see with some of these prospects. You have one thing come out. His S2 test is not good. Not as good as the other three quarterbacks in this group of four with Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young. And there's always that question, too, about the Ohio State system, that Ryan Day makes everything so simplistic that not that it's easy to perform there, but he makes it easier than maybe some of these other systems. That Ryan Day is such an excellent play caller. And we had this conversation with Urban Meyer, right? The fact that Urban Meyer, as crazy as he is and as bad as he is as a dude, but now that you have him, we, we all knew X's and O's he was very good, at least in college. Ryan Day, same thing. Ohio State QBs not really working out. Now you have this cognitive test that isn't scoring well for C.J., you also have Mike Lombardi coming out with this soundbite a couple of days ago, trying to downplay it. But the content is so much more than you just trying to downplay it when you say, Well, look, I, I've heard that apparently he's a little hard to coach sometimes and he's yeah. not really believing in you. So, boom, now it's Richardson up here. Where are you on C.J. Stroud if you just want to view him in a vacuum based off everything you've heard about him? I
3: still think C.J. Stroud is going to be a uh, pretty good pro. I mean, like I said, the, the odds of all of these guys becoming studs, it is pretty uh, you know, risky as far as just where you see the history of the NFL, how the draft goes. Uh, not everybody's going to pan out, especially when you talk about quarterbacks in the first round. It's one of the most difficult positions to pick, and that's why it's so coveted. But when I talk about C.J. Stroud, I don't know, man. I, I still like I like um, the maturity there. I like his demeanor. I think he's got a great demeanor for a quarterback. I think everything you want kind of physically is there. He's got the size. He's got that quick release. Uh, He is accurate. So I think everything's there. Um, Like I said, the the playing under pressure. And now with the cognitive score, it gives you a little bit of cause to pause because the NFL is pretty much chaos all the time. I mean, you're not going to get – a team in the NFL, pretty much no matter who you have, there's just going to be head and shoulders above their competition weekend and week out.
2: Yeah. And I don't like this being the end all be all. I hate it. It, it seems like CJ Stroud, he's going to get drafted. Okay. He's going to get drafted still very high, but it's almost confirmation bias where with Bryce young, we're using it in a positive. We all knew this guy was going to be an awesome, smart player. The big question about him is his size that we've talked about ad nauseum. But with CJ Stroud, the reason you take him is because of the skill set. And then maybe with the processing that has been talked about, not in a glowing light, like even, I mean, even Will Levis, people think that in the the turnovers from him are more so accuracy issues and not really processing from Will Levis, just that the accuracy isn't there with some of those turnovers. So if we have this from CJ and you're like, oh no, that's B.S. It's just the Ohio State thing. It doesn't ring true. But then you have the test that apparently was not good. Yeah. That's the that's the kind of thing that hurts you. And so, how much how much of that confirmation bias is going to bring him down? Does he fall below three? I mean, I don't what, think so. The thing about it though is, Will Levis tested well, and 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 this is another thing too about Levis. The guy was top five athletic scores with all the combine tests. I mean Anthony he Richardson he's a freak. He Richardson Richardson is I mean, you could you could argue he's more physically talented than Cam Newton. You could. I'm not saying he's the QB prospect. Cam Newton had a Heisman winning year. Anthony Richardson didn't come close. But if we are just talking about skill set, the physical tools, I mean I don't I could put Richardson up there with anybody. So that's different. But well Levis is top five in all those scores too. He's very good and he's got the cannon. And so if he's got the processing and the cannon then he falls into this group of can you fix the accuracy, right? Like, so if Richardson's going to go ahead, that makes sense. But now does Levis, with all of the skill set that he has, does now he even go above C.J. Stroud? Is that something at play? Because I think it is. I I do tend to believe that there is fire with this smoke of C.J. Stroud dropping. And remember, you want to bring up mock drafts, Wes. Like, remember the first few that were coming out, the very beginnings? We would see Stroud drop to nine. Like, we would see Carolina get Stroud every now and then. Is this thing coming full circle to the point where he actually drops beyond two, three, I mean, even four? Is that even possible with him?
3: Oh, it's possible because, like I said, when you get into the NFL draft, we get so conditioned by these mock drafts. We read so many, and you start to get kind of locked into where you think these guys are going to go, and then the draft goes completely different. It's going to be three or four guys in the first round that we didn't even start to think about that are projected third-rounders or second-rounders that are going to go in the first round. I still think that Hendon Hooker is going to creep his way up into the first round as well, maybe even pretty high. Would
2: not be surprising.
3: So that's what I'm saying. So there's a lot at play here that's going to affect this, and somebody could drop, and it could very well be, CJ. We've seen quarterbacks drop in the draft before. We just talked about... Uh, you know, when you talk about uh, Lamar Jackson or you talk about, I mean, the famous Aaron Rodgers or, you know, there's yep, always a, some prospects that are supposed to go in the top five, top ten. that end up dropping and some of the things that are coming out about C.J. Stroud at this juncture, I wouldn't be surprised if he does Uh, end up being that guy.
2: Yeah, we'll continue that conversation later on. It's kind of, it's fascinating, honestly. We're we're getting some real movement here as far as guys dropping and gaining some traction as that number one overall selection. I love our listeners, man. They are writing into the text line. They are giving us jokes to try to brighten (laughs) Fiddy's day, and they are fantastic. Cam tweets things. When Fiddy called Kellen Moore the Keebler elf, Cam tweets things said, Kelfin Moore, pretty good. I appreciate you, Cam Tweets. Thanks. Um, 704 wrote in, how many philosophers does it take to replace a light bulb? What is a light bulb? Love it from Daryl. Thank you, Daryl, for writing that one in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I like Wes's late one. That's fantastic. Logo 704. This is a good one. Me. I'm afraid of the Backstreet Boys. My therapist. Tell me why. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and then 336 wrote in what's west been smoking when you were doing the whole rick flair thing going it sounded like an echo it's like if rick flair was in the grand Canyon.
3: watch some of the old promos man you'll hear rick he gives you variations of the woo and some of them he'll give you that little extra on the end
2: of i, I like it i like that yeah. quite a bit all right Fiddy, let's go to the first flash of the day what you got for us
4: we're going back to where we started the show yesterday in terms of flashing and a little tease for what we're going to talk about next next the Tampa Bay Rays they did tie MLB history they beat the Boston Red Sox 9-3 to to tie for the best record in modern MLB history joining the 82 Braves and the 87 Brewers to start the season 13-0 they take a trip north of the border tonight to take on the Toronto Blue Jays with a chance to make history I'll simply ask you guys do the Rays improve to 14-0. I'm,
2: I'm going to say yes every single time you ask me this question yep. as long as they're undefeated. I will be pulling for them to go 162-0, and the fact that they're 13-0 is remarkable. They were down, right? We had this update during the show yesterday. I believe they were down something 3-1, if I'm not mistaken. in the middle of
4: the fifth I think was the last time I saw it.
2: I love every single time I look at the run differential, I look at at that nice clean zero in the loss column. It is such a sexy record. I'm going to go,
3: they catch an L to the Blue Jays one of these games. I know the Blue Jays are one of the uh, favorites to win the World Series. I'm going to say they dropped one to the Blue
2: Jays. It's already crazy. When does this just become out of this world nuts? Is there, We're already here, right? I mean, we've only seen it a couple times where a team has gone 13-0. and
4: Yeah, I mean, like, I think if I think if they win tonight, that's, I mean, it's, that's literal history. So, yeah, it's already at a nuts level. It's crazy. And the way they're doing it with the way they're hitting the long ball, what they're not built to do has been the most fun thing to watch. Alright, because of that moment, I'm going to give you
2: the top 13 famous Rays In world history, not Tampa Bay Rays, not Devil Rays, people named Ray, the top 13 people named Ray of all time. It's coming up next. Wes and Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
2: Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Before I list the top 13 Rays in world history, I got to tell you about this exchange that I had with Fiddy yesterday because it was a doozy of a text exchange. Fiddy told me in a separate text, Hey, man, Rays went 13-0. and 0. Because he's been keeping me up to date. I I think you want me in baseball pretty badly again. Like, you want me to dive all in, and so you're trying to... And I get that. I'm with it. This is a very intriguing story, there's no doubt. And so I'm here with it. And so you said, Rays made history, baby. I said 162-0. and And then I followed it back with, I'm going to give the 13 best Rays in history to celebrate tomorrow. You said, I'm going to hold you to that. So you went to Twitter, and then you said... In honor of the Rays going 13-0, Walker Mail had promised (laughs) to rank the 13 best days in franchise history. Three errors right off the rip. So I text him, said, Fitty, there's a couple of errors in that tweet. You said 13 days. So then he changes it. He goes Rays. But there's still a grammatical error, (laughs) and I'm not doing franchise Rays. So then he fixes it again, and then he does... Walker Mail has promised to rank the 13 best rays in franchise history. And I now I'm all caps. Now I'm all caps. Like, <laughs> you've deleted and sent out three different tweets at this point. I'm like, Fitty, I am doing most famous raise ever. Not franchise, not days. I didn't had promised it. I have. I, I has promised it. That's what I need to do. And fight did you even put out the final tweet or did you just delete all of them?
4: No, I just left out that you were gonna do the best raise in franchise history. Okay. I thought I thought when you sent like the three texts in all caps I thought you were actually mad. I was like <laughs> was just, well you said well, hang on let me I pull it say, you said s- that you were frustrated and I was like I
2: said I'm dying and frustrated all at the same time. <laughs> I was like because my message was not getting through somehow. <laughs> we we were at four different tweets at this point. And so finally here it is. I have the 13 best rays in world history, really. Do we have any yeah, perfect. Let's bring it. All right. Do I want to start from the bottom or the top here? Which one do we start from? Do we go do you th- like Drake? Do we go 13? I do want to start from the bottom, I okay. think. So let's let's go Drake style and I'll start from 13. I just wrote him down. This is going to be a problem with the order, but that's fine. I'm just writing him down. All right. Number 13. I've got Ray from the movie Life. Thought that was a good one. Sweet, ba- <laughs> Sweet Baby Rays comes in at 12. Okay. A barbecue sauce. That's nice. Should that be higher, Fitty? You think? Sweet oh, Baby I'm just, Rays? I'm
4: just glad that made the list. They have the best barbecue sauce I've ever had.
2: Okay. Wow. Um Sugar Ray, the band, Yep. is number 11. Number 10, it's a combo. I'm cheating a little bit, but I'm doing it. If you're a boxing fan, Sugar Ray Robinson. A lot of people consider him the best boxer of all time, pound for pound. And Sugar Ray Leonard. So that is going to be number 10. Number nine. This one's so bad. I don't even know this one counts. But just because of North Carolina tie, Ray Felton. It's not a Ray though. He's more Raymond Felton. Does this one count?
4: Still count. Still counts for you.
2: Okay. Is it f- count Raymond for you? Ray? I don't think I've ever called him Ray Felton like that before. But I've called him Raymond Felton quite I a bit.
4: I bet you when he pulls out to the family cookouts, he's Ray. I like, think hey, go see your Uncle Ray.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I agree with that. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Number eight, Ray J. No need to expand upon that. Number three, well, headphones. I wear headphones. You do wear headphones, yes. And I need to get new ones, by the way. I'm not happy about it. Number seven, Ray Kroc, the inventor of McDonald's, that he made it the number one overall no. selection. Ray no. Kroc, <laughs> is it? Should this be higher than seven? Maybe to. Th- I mean, he gave us McDonald's, man. Yeah, it's true. All right, number six, I have Ray Romano. I like everybody loves Raymond. It's a good show. It's a good sitcom. I respect that show. He's my I idol. Ray Romano's your idol? Well,
4: what's his job in Everybody
2: Loves Raymond? He's a sports writer. What does he write about? He does. I mean, everybody. He writes about the Yankees too. But he writes about – he's a Mets fan, I think. Yeah, okay. He's a Mets so, fan. There you go. I love Ray Romano. Okay. Um, went basketball heavy on five and four. Ray Lewis is five. What? You want me to put this one lower?
4: He's the greatest middle linebacker of all time. I mean, I, I did heard he killed it on and off the field. Uh-huh. I think
2: I need to get these two rays switched with number five and number four. I welcome this criticism. I have Ray Allen number four. He needs to be further down on the list. Ray Why? Allen, you don't think so? You think Ray Allen's okay at four? He won LeBron a title. What about you, Wes? Where does Ray Allen yeah, need to think, go? Yeah, I think I think he could be a little lower i agree He's with one
3: that. of the greatest shooters of all time i put ray lewis ahead of him
2: i would too i think all right i reverse that all right welcome <laughs> to number four ray lewis number five ray allen you go down a little bit of a spot you're slipping like cj Stroud. all right now for the top three most famous rays ever number three another combo meal billy and miley ray cyrus top combo right father daughter duo I'm going to go with that, number three. Number two, your silence after everyone leaves me very vulnerable. Number two, Ray Liotta. Okay. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you think I wasn't going to put him in there? You just don't give off the type of guy. Like, have you even seen Goodfellas? Yes, I've seen Goodfellas. What, what, have I seen a classic? Do I not know? I'm older than you are. How would I not know who Ray Liotta is?
4: I mean, the fact, I mean, because you said they weren't in order, so I was starting to get concerned he wasn't going to make the list at all.
2: No, and I, they're kind of like semi, it's very loosely put together, but they're somewhat in order. I did have the top three pretty solid when I made it. Okay, so Ray Liotta comes in at number two. Number one. Very easy. It's the first name I thought of. I think it's the first name most people Georgia? think. of. Yeah. Come on home. (laughs) Ray Charles, number one overall. That is my to recap. Ray from the movie Life, Eddie Murphy being the character, Sweet Baby Rays, Sugar Ray the Band, Sugar Ray Robinson, and Sugar Ray Leonard, Ray Felton, Ray J, Ray Kroc, Ray Romano, Ray Lewis, Ray Allen, and the top three... Billy and Miley Ray Cyrus. Ray Liotta comes in at number two. Ray Charles comes in at number one. Everybody is saying, yep, Ray Charles has to be number one. There really was no other option there. How do we feel about the list? And are there any other Rays that I did not mention that I should have put in the top 13? Anybody that you can I
3: can't think think of of any because when I went down a list, I didn't see anybody that will replace those guys that you have.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't think so of, of like Fiddy, did you have
4: any problems with some of those? No, the all, only all, all thing I can say is that this list has been a ray of sunshine into my gloomy Friday. Perfect. Oh,
2: 773 has a couple of great ones. Oh, yeah. Okay, we've got some more rays
4: here. Ray Vaughn?
2: Stevie Ray Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughn needs to be in there. Excellent. Uh, ray Mysterio. There you go. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not that You're not big a of a Ray Mysterio fan, though. No. What about Ray Shremard? That's a good one. That is a pretty good one. I was going R-A-Y. R-A-E. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's a good um, one. A couple of other ones. Raymond Burr? I said him when he was
3: walking, when we walked out of the meeting.
2: Um, oh, Ray Guy. Yes. Special team galore. Ray yeah. Guy would be a great one. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, Ray Finkel from Ace Ventura. <laughs> With more special teamers. I did not realize Ray was the go-to kicker name. But Ray now Van? Ray we- Van? Oh, yeah, that's great as well. All right, I like that one, too. Ray-Ban sunglasses. Keep bringing them in. Make me uh, make me realize the errors of my ways with this Ray list. When we come back, it'll be the 1 o'clock hour starting off with the Charlotte Hornets, something Mac and Bone talked about earlier, too, as well. Should the Hornets go after Zion Williamson? We talk about that next. Wesson Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ.